Hey everybody, Dan Schindler here on Yes Shift, the News Desk Edition, December 8th, 2022 with that Steven guy. Schindler. That's yeah. right. I'm Steve. the son, you're the dad, I think. Yep, whoops, I accidentally muted the music and tried to turn it out there. I was a little loud. Dan Schindler, Steven Schindler. Yeah. Dad, this is son. Yes Shift. Yeah. <laughs> News Desk Edition, we haven't done this. Steve, do you know that we haven't done this without looking? When do you think was the last time we did this? A news uh, desk. Not counting well, the on-the-road episodes last month or two. Oh, damn. Okay, because I know when the last news one we did what was like at the hotel we were at. I know the exact date for that one. It was October 16th. But Oh, before- okay, and that was an official news desk one. Okay, you're right. So I, dumb, dumb me. Yeah, I, went, I cooked it up earlier. So. That's funny. <laughs> I, when I made the player for this one, I looked at the last one, it was September 6th, that we actually did it from here with all our graphics and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So here's another little factoid since we're reporting news today. Today we did episode 81 with Claire Hamill of um, Fragile and Steve Howe fame and many of her own stuff, of course. A great new solo album, a pocket full of love songs, and it's beautiful, nice and mushy, just like I love it with my wife. And so 81 of those, this would be 18, 19, counting the one you said. So this is number 20. So we've done 101 episodes, not counting. Yeah. Maybe the, a bit more, right? I'd have to like look at It's yeah. like a lot of complicated well, stuff to well, take Well, I was going to say account. also not counting the ones we did from the road when you moved and from when we did the trip to San Francisco for Roger Dean and Freya Dean's exhibit. So at least 120 one episodes which is yes. amazing so, we started this july of 2021 and we're already this yeah. far in and like i think that i say it to you or enja yeah i said it to you earlier when we were setting up for for claire's interview i said man we've been cranking these out we gotta get back to that drum talk tv thing because <laughs> <laughs> you've just been booking and making it happen so we've only got for drum talk <coughs> tv there's two interviews I'm going to squeeze in for the before the end of the year, I believe. Danny Schuler is one of them. Um, with um, Biohazard, Danny Schuler, Biohazard. He's got great Buddy Rich story, and then uh, possibly Alvin Taylor, famous, famous R&B drummer who's just a wonderful, sweet man. Um, and he's done so many things. So that's probably it for the year for Drum Talk TV. And for Yes Shift, what do we have, Steve? Uh, so after this, I know that next week we were planning on doing the, like, celebrating 50 years of when Yes Songs was filmed. But not only that, but also listening to One Life Badger, since those were performed back-to-back at that same venue. Yeah. Um, so kind of getting that headspace of what that might have felt like. Right. And then One Life we, Badger wasn't recorded the same night though, correct? I I'm pretty it? sure it was. I'll oh, okay. Well, that's check. even better. I didn't realize that or forgot probably. Forgot. Right. I'll have to double check, but yeah, we got that. Uh, I think we have a holiday themed episode wh- which um I I might have to remind you about later and <laughs> then we have an end of the year like year in review in terms of I guess this show and in music in general, all the releases we've talked and about. We'll and post- we've also got the Roger and Freya Dean thing that documentary. I'm still, yeah. yeah, I'm still working on it. Um, I, I got more <clears throat> progress this week. I've actually um put my Star Trek reading list on hold so that I can devote more. Oh, time cool. And to I that. think so I need to send you coming. some more music for that too. Okay. Yeah. But for all these things, folks, we're going to A, post about them ahead of time. And B, we want you to chime in and be part of it. And just like this episode, we're going to start off with some news headlines and the form of uh, remembrances. So let's start with that, Steve. I'll, I'll lead it off. We'll take turns. Um, Keith Levine, a founding member of The Clash, passed away a few weeks ago. And what's interesting about his relationship with Yes is that he worked as a roadie for Yes during the Close to the Edge tour and described Steve Howe as... Can I say it or use the asterisks? Uh, sure, go ahead. <laughs> okay, as the greatest fucking guitarist in the world. And in fact, that's what Claire Hamill said earlier today. Right. Well, I don't think she used the asterisks. She didn't use yeah, that. That's true. She didn't. She, <laughs> she kept it a family show. And, and 
to me, this is a family show anyways, because that guy's my son. So there you go. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that happened a few weeks ago and we just haven't had a talk to or haven't had a moment to bring that up. So mm-hmm. we figure we bring that here. Um, another uh, another very talented musician who passed away is guitarist Wilco Johnson. Uh, about a couple of weeks back, uh, Dylan Howe had been touring with him for a while. So, and right. we talked about his stuff on the show. So, yeah. you know, you know, he, uh, he beat, uh, cancer a few years back, but now he's passed away. So, uh, at least he was able to perform a bit longer than was perhaps expected back then, but still like such a shame that we lost him. Yeah, and no yes connection to this next one off the top of our heads, but of course everyone I think has heard that Fleetwood Mac singer, keyboardist, songwriter Christy McVie passed away after a short illness. Um, wow, she's so loved in not just the music industry, but by fans who aren't even hardcore fans of Fleetwood Mac. So huge, huge, immense talent. Um, lots of immense talent lost so far this year. Right. And we mentioned this on our interview with Chris Walsh yesterday, but yesterday was the sixth anniversary of when Greg Lake passed. So it it still doesn't feel like that long ago. It's really bizarre, but yeah. yeah, And then a huge loss. Yep. And, and just this one really blew my way in terms of, time span that it was 42 years ago today the world lost john lennon 40 42 years because i that's one of those things where we all remember where we were when that happened you remember where you were right steve (laughs) no no (laughs) i'm not that old oh but but you don't remember from another life where you were when i mean i've seen a couple like biopics and documentaries and yeah. stuff like that but you know i i remember where i was <laughs> and to think that that where i was and who i was then was 42 years ago is just blowing my mind it was uh 17 17 yeah, yeah. 17 years so, old yeah, oh to be 17 just in my hair folks <laughs> i had great Great. Farrah Fawcett would have killed for my hair. It was that, but it was black. It was great. Anyways, I uh, always like to do these remembrances because these are all people that contribute to one of the most important things to our lives, and that's music. And, and music, it resonates with us lyrically. It resonates with us musically. It resonates with us spiritually, sometimes even yeah. religiously. And it, it, it's a form of escapism for a lot of people. It's a form of purging of, of, of negativity. Uh, ca- yeah, catharsis. I mean, it's just cath- being cathartic. There's so much tied to music that when we lose these people, you know, eventually you get to a certain age. It's weird. I was thinking about this earlier today. You get to a certain age where everyone you looked up to is gone. If they're older than you, chances are you will outlive them and they're gone. So a friend of mine just turned 90. A few days ago and when i had that thought i thought of mickey hi mickey my sixth grade teacher and i thought of wow everyone he admired the way you and i have growing up is gone grandma and grandpa my parents i thought about um you know they grew up they were born in 1940 so they grew up in like the happy days era and all the music they saw evolve with buddy holly chuck berry elvis all those and all those people were gone by the time they were like 40 or so 40 to 50 so it's weird when I think of John Lennon being gone 42 years and what's happened in my life since then. We yes. don't have the time. So moving on. A lot. <laughs> yeah. We have an amazing, amazing event that we want to recap. We've got some video, but first we're going to set it up a little bit. Props to Miguel Bass for putting together possibly one of the best group fan group tributes put together online. I can't think of something else like this. There's a lot of big stars that do tributes and stuff, but this is different. And and I was honored to be part of it. But Steve, why don't you kind of lay it out there and then I'll play the video that you spliced together with some of the uh, notable moments that we wanted to acknowledge 
and then there's my bullshit at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, so each year since Chris Squire's passing, Miguel Falcao has been hosting this thing called Play for Chris, where people send in their tributes and he compiles them into a video. And since we lost Alan this year, uh, it was titled Play for Chris 8 Alan White. Uh, so people were essentially paying tribute to the two of them. And all, all the people in this, I think the video is about a half hour of the original one that he posted. And yeah. it, when it went live, we were really impressed. All the people who participated were great, but we're only going to And show then there like was me. Five. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we're only going to show about uh, five minutes of it, which uh, I edited it down. So hopefully some of the edits aren't too abrupt. But in any case, I'm sure y'all can appreciate all the yeah. effort that went into like what these people do and after you see these clips we encourage you to see the full video if you haven't already and i'll post it in the comments and i want to just let everybody know so steve called me and he said so for the play for chris and alan thing what should we show and the first thing that came to my mind was first of all like steve said everybody was great and then there's my bullshit at the end. But everybody was great. And what I decided, I suggested to Stephen, I said, why don't we pull some clips that are of some of the most unique representations? So that's what you're going to see. And that isn't to take away from anyone else's performance, but it's play for Chris and Alan. So it's bass and drums. But you're going to see some keyboards. You're going to see some violin. You're going to see some flute. There's some really great takes on some renditions um, on this stuff, some really neat things. So, um, And I'm going to actually pause it before my bit because I want to, I want to explain something. And I'm, I don't want people to feel like I'm showing, we're showing my part to like a dig me thing. There's sort of like a bit of a musical lesson, but also a fandom note from myself with that so that that's the only reason it's included so here we go turn this up well till we get to my part but turn this up it's it's beautiful and thank you again miguel for including me and for putting this together every year here we go the video froze but we're hearing it wait a minute folks what's going on here okay hold on let me pause it come right back pull that up get back to where we left off hold your horses here it comes
let's see what happens. Okay, so hold on. Before we play my part, first of all, all of that was so creative and so different and so good that the one part that for some reason didn't show through uh, going for the one was being played on um, e-drums and they sound great. Uh, but I love these different renditions and the deepest cut there is Run With The Fox, which is why I wanted to feature yeah. that one. So yeah. for mine, um, the reason I paused it also is I wanted to sort of explain. So the other gentleman playing the bass and electronic drums did a bit of a medley. I thought I was being pretty clever by saying, hey, Steve, <laughs> I think I'll do a medley. And what I didn't realize was I think there's nine songs, I think, that I squeezed into a minute and a half or whatever. And I took these slivers of each one. What I didn't realize, this comes from the careful what you ask for department, musicians and music fans, is I know all those songs inside and out. I can play all those songs, but it's yeah. different when you take the little excerpt and, and stack them up. So I had to learn that, which was a whole different thing. So while I'm playing, when you see the front view, if you look at my hi-hat stand, there, there is a cheat sheet. You'll see like... Mm -hmm. The, the back of a piece of paper on a, on a stand. So it would look like that because I needed that to just glance at and see what the next song was. So I would remember what am I going into? Cause I, I did this on like two days notice or something. And it was extremely challenging to do this much more than any of those one songs being played all the way through. And it really, really got me thinking about their music to put this medley together and then to play this mishmash like a song was it. I almost hurt myself a couple of times and I'm not big on doing redos, but I think I did this 12 times before I said, okay, num number nine was the best. That's what I'm using. I normally don't care. Don't do that. But this meant so much to me. So I hid the part of the video. When you saw me screwing around with the size at the bottom, there's some beautiful notes by some people. And in mine, it says something like Dan Schinder, founder of Drum Talk TV, largest media company coverage of whatever BS. And then I forgot the list of songs. It's got the list of songs. So I hid that because the first person who writes us at Yes Shift Podcast at Gmail, I'll tell you what, the first three people 
that write us at yesshiftpodcast at gmail.com with the correct order of every snippet I play. As long as you're in the United States, I will let you pick out a Drum Talk TV shirt and I'll send it to you. We have like three dozen designs with silly sayings. You don't even have to be a drummer for for a bunch of them. Um, So here's my tribute to Chris and my friend Alan, who, like many of you, were so inspirational to me musically and just even as a music fan. So here we go. Give me a little latitude on this, folks. See if you could... You might have to watch it a few times to make that list of songs, but send it in, you'll get a shirt. You see me looking at the list. <laughs> So I read I I got so into it that I forgot to count how many songs you actually use because I was like, it's definitely more than nine. It is. I read the bottom. I I forgot to count. Yeah, (laughs) I read the bottom. So it's 15 songs, folks. So if you come up with 16 or more, you've got something extra in there. If it's not up to 15, you're missing something. So check it out. And you know what? To be fair. Nah, it's okay. Never mind. Not be fair. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'll give the first song because it was cut off in the beginning because I paused okay. in the, the first song is Cinema and it's probably the shortest excerpt too. It's just the beginning. <laughs> then it goes into whatever else, the other 14 songs. So put down Cinema, watch it a few times. Not now, not now. Wait till we're done with this news desk report. We've got more important stuff than my BS going on. But later, listen to it, watch it, write down the song, send them into Yes Shift Podcast at gmail.com. And you'll get to pick out uh, a, a, a Drum Talk TV shirt. The first three people that get it right. Okay, next, Steve, yeah. what do we got? Yeah, and I posted the full video for Miguel's channel in the comments. Like, Perfect, yeah, great. I love the cuts. There's even a ramshackled song in there. So, yeah. That's right. Um, oh, we should have chosen that one because that's so obscure. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so on to uh, along the line of tributes – uh, well, we got a couple of tribute bands we're talking about. Uh, first up, uh, yes, uh, official, you know, the Facebook page shared the tour dates or upcoming shows for Total Mass Retain. They've got one at the Barnum Ballroom in Island Park, New York on January 20th. City I don't Winer- have a graphic for that, correct? Right. Okay. Uh, City Winery, Philadelphia, January 22nd. And uh, they're also planning a spectacular Chris, Chris Squire birthday weekend with one show announced thus far. And, and uh, you're not let in unless you're late. <laughs> right. So, so it lists uh, March 5th, uh, so the day after Chris's birthday, at Daryl's House Club in Pauling, New York. Oh, cool. So, yeah, if anyone's in those areas, like, go ahead and check them out. Um Okay, so next one we've got is Awaken, and they're going to be streaming one of their concerts onto the internet. I think it's from over the summer. Um, I'm just going to the event page, which I'll share in the comments again to read the info that they have. On and then this. we have a teaser to play for you folks, too. Yeah, we have like a five or six minute teaser. Yeah, These guys are um, great. It's worth sitting through. These guys are really good. I wish I could be in a band like that. 
I live where there's, I live way up in the mountains, small town. It's not like I can find a yes band to be in. <laughs> right. So this uh, concert stream will be benefiting the St. Jude Children Hospital. Which is and, awesome. Yeah. And according to the details here, there's also a giveaway. So they say we will be giving away a beautiful limited edition 1990 plate of the Relayer artwork signed by John Anderson. That's cool. And so to win, uh, in order to enter, you need to, number one, share the link in the description above. Must be public so we can see. Um, yeah, or so it I'll says there's an alternate way to uh, win it. You send $1,000 to Dan Schinder at 660 <laughs> East Ash. Oh. All right. Uh, number two, follow us on Facebook. And number three, purchase a ticket for our streaming concert to benefit St. Jude Children Hospital. Um, so I'll put this event link in the comments so people can see. Let's show their uh, teaser. They're they're really good. I would I serious. Yeah. I'd love to be in a band like this. You know, this music has meant so much to me. It's it's a huge chunk of what I just love to play when I just play. So here we go. Is is it cool to show that now, or you got more info on that? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead. I'll just okay. share the links and whatnot. Okay, cool. Check this out, folks. Uh. Check this out. There we go. <laughs>
Is this an original? I don't know if I know this song. Oh, yeah. good. Props and- to the drummer, first of all. I'm sorry. I'm having a senior moment. What is his name? Greg. Greg! Greg! Props to Greg, not only for playing so well, but for doing it on an electronic kit and making it work. It's awesome. I love the reverb spring tube from Gates of Delirium. There's some neat, deep cuts in there. Great players, all to benefit St. Jude. Check out the link Steve put yeah. in the comments. Very, you very can go to thing. Yeah, they're advertising this. They're advertising the heck out of this. Uh, Facebook.com slash Awaken the Band. And again, performing close to the edge and relayer in their entirety. All proceeds going to St. Jude's Hospital for Children. And this will be broadcast Friday, December 16th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I just got my ticket to the stream from stageit.com. They shared that link on their page. And you did that like just now? Yeah. It's, so you uh, weren't paying attention to the video? <laughs> I, I saw it earlier. I edited it. I know. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, put the things together at, yeah. at least. But, I, but, I'm yeah, going to get this, 50, too. Yeah, it's 15 bucks. So, yeah, I'm really excited to watch so this So is it going to get concert. archived for those who buy a ticket to watch again or another time if they miss the live? I'm going to buy a ticket just because um, it benefits them and St. Jude, but I'm just I curious. Mean, I mean, on stage it, I haven't seen. If they archive. Like, it, like, yeah, I don't okay. think they archive on stage it, but I, I mean, it's, it'll still be worth watching. And and give everyone the date and time again. December 16th. That's uh, Friday of next week at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So seven my time. I'm putting it down. I'm buying a ticket. Right. All right. So uh, we've got like a bunch of other things we need to like zoom through like really God, quickly. That, so. I know that made me just want to play in a yes band even more. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, take it away. Where do you want to go from here? Okay, I guess so we're um, going to cruise, cruise to the Edge. Ah, I got to talk to you about yeah, this. Yeah, Cruise to the Edge Awakening 2024. So uh, they recently announced uh, the dates and the lineup so far. So they'll be sailing out of Miami from... Sorry. Um, they'll be sailing out of Miami, Florida... From March 8th through 13th, 2024. So Oops. not this coming year, but the year after. On the Norwegian Pearl and visit two Caribbean gems, Georgetown, Grand Cayman, and Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Um, and so we have the lineup uh, so far. So uh, they've listed Marillion, Steve Hackett, Flying Colors, Big Big Train, Adrian Ballou, The Flower Kings, Martin Barr, PFM, Symphony X, Queensryche, Haken, Lonely Robot, Protocol, Wishbone Ash, Griffin, Airbag, Clone, Baraka, and Claudio Simonet's Goblin. Um, and it, they also add more to come. So I guess I've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I want to ask everyone watching and listening, chime in in the comments. Who would you look forward to the most if you were to go on that cruise? And Steve, I'll pose that question to you. Uh, well, out of the ones listed, or yeah. just okay. So no, out of, out of ones, more to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, out of the ones listed, um, it's probably Steve Hackett for me. I think <sighs> this is tough. Okay, huge Steve Hackett fan. We had him on the show. Huge Steve Hackett fan. Definitely way up there. But I gotta say, Adrian Ballou is a musical genius. I'd love to see Adrian. Martin Barr, my part of my favorite classic lineup of Jethro Tull with Martin Barr on guitar, David Palmer, now Dee Palmer. That's another story. David Palmer and John Evan, both on keyboards. 
Barrymore Barlow on drums and John Glasscock or Dave Pegg on bass. Favorite lineup, I would love to see Martin Barr. I hear he tells some interesting Jethro Tull stories too. Between And you know what? I got to get her up for my boys in Haken. Love that band. Ray Hearn, amazing drummer. Sounds like he's playing a giant kit like mine. It's like a five or six piece kit and he's just... There's so much great talent here. I've never heard of Airbag. That's such a great name. Have you yeah. heard of Airbag? Gotta look no, them up. No, I, I haven't. But I feel like if I were to go to one of these, I'd probably get turned on to like some new oh, yeah. acts to listen to and get into. You got Queensryche. Um, this yeah, is just really cool. cool. Marillion. I mean, <sighs> Big Big Train. Um, yeah, but, but again, Steve like, Hackett is is like got to be the headline there, right? I think sort of maybe. Maybe, but um, uh, but again, I know they say more to come, but you know it's still kind of odd that one of the first things they don't announce is yes, you know, that's right. It, like they weren't on the last cruise for some reason, and I'm wondering if maybe that'll happen again, or if they're still working out details and maybe they will be able to make it in some capacity. Yeah, I um, would really love for them to be part of it. Um, so this is good. You know what? what? Maybe, maybe we'll go. Oh, I'd love to if we can I would that too. Out. Now, you might have to invite someone so that there's four of us because, number one, Enja and I, my wife Enja, have never been on a cruise together. I'd love to take her. But this goes to the Caribbean. My wife's family is from St. Kitts. So this would be like the closest we'd get to there unless we go to St. Kitts before then. But, uh, you know, I don't mind that there's just three of us, but I, she's got to go. But I would love to go. We got to talk about this. I didn't know about this until I read the notes and saw the images you sent me. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Where's it going? Whoa, Miami, Jamaica, Grand Cayman. Let's go. Yeah, I'd love to. Cool. All right. So, um, yeah, so moving on, uh, one of the things, uh, and I don't know if you've taken the graphic off the screen. but Yeah. Uh, one of the things that's been making the rounds recently is a fan-made documentary on the Yes album Drama. And this is by Rael NYC, who also put out a Tales from Topographic Oceans documentary a few months ago. Uh, these are interesting. They, like, this person provides some interesting, like, quotes from interviews, but also, like, his, his own opinions and um, also excerpts from... For this one from the Paris sessions, which you hadn't heard in a really long time. So And I'm there were a couple things I don't think I've ever heard when I started watching it. I'm I'm like maybe halfway into that one. There were some things I don't remember ever hearing that I think he unearthed. But Rail NYC is a pseudonym. Do you know what the reference is? Uh, I think you're gonna tell me. <laughs> I am definitely gonna tell you, but do you do you know what it is? No, I, I don't. <laughs> Where else have you maybe heard or read the name Rail? Uh, railroad. It's R A E. <laughs> it's the main character in the entire Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Oh, epic rail. Uh, okay, the Puerto Rican <laughs> guy who, yeah, yeah. In, I was gonna be embarrassed once I heard the answer. <laughs> yeah. No, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it's not it totally in your wheelhouse like a lot of this other stuff is. So, um, great job on what I've seen so far. And as you mentioned. He's also got one on Tales from Topographic Oceans and some others, correct? Um, yeah, I think it's just Tales and Drama so far. But oh. I, I think he's done like maybe one or a couple other Yes-related but videos. But other bands? I think he's done Genesis and something. I thought I read that somewhere. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think in the description of one of them. Yeah, I'd have got to look again. Copy here. Cool. Um, so good job on that so far from what I've seen. Really good job. That's pretty yeah. bold. I think for a fan to go out and do something like that, that how could I say this where they're counting on the fact that what they're reporting is in fact documentary worthy and correct. And on point, right. I mean, you really got to do your homework, you yeah, know, and I, th I think it's a good gateway for people not familiar with yes. And trying to like piece together yeah. the history in a bite-sized way. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. But speaking of fan efforts, uh, Kevin Mulrine from Yes Music Podcast, and we've mentioned this before, but 
Uh, he's putting out a Tormato book that he put together. And we now know that the foreword for this is written by none other than Oliver Wakeman. And I love that because Oliver said this is probably one of his favorite Yes albums, which yeah. I think bends a lot of people's minds in a direction they don't want to go. And I love that. Yeah. So on the cover, it says, Yes, the Tormato story. And you can pre-order this at tormatobook.com. You can see all the details about the formats and whatnot. And I think last I heard, this would be coming out in January, but subject oh. to change. So I guess maybe it's like early 2023. But Cool. Yeah, I want to get this. This this is great. Yeah, this will be fun to read. Maybe we can have Kevin on yeah. the show and like talk with him. About Absolutely. It yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, Good job, Kev. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of books, uh, we each received our copies of the Trevor Horn autobiography. Um, so I got mine here. Now, Adventures I've... of Modern Recording from ABC to ZTT or ZTT if you're in England, I guess. Right. I've just started it. And I have a question for you that There's I haven't asked you about. Right there. Oh, wait a minute. Where's your autograph? Right here? On the back? Oh, no, that's no, inside. No, in the front. Okay, so I have a question about the autograph. And folks, if you have one, I'd love your input. So I'm going to hold mine close to the camera because mine has... Let's get my finger in there. Where's my... Okay. Mine has like a smudge right uh, there. Yeah. I don't I know it. if that's part of what's printed or if that actually is a smudge that happened in his handling of the sticker. Do you have that? No, I don't have a smudge on mine. Interesting. Okay, so it's not part of the print. For a moment, honestly, like, not that I would think anyone would, but I just thought, well, I wonder if that's to just make it look more real or something. And I, I didn't get anything on it. Like, I practically wear rubber gloves half the time I handle stuff like this. I really take care of my my stuff. Um, but I, I bet I'm ahead of you. What page are you on? Oh, I haven't even started reading yet. I've been more focused on the Roger Dean. Oh, that's I've, hilarious yeah. because that was going to be a joke. I thought you'd be on like page 104. I'm on page eight. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'm really excited to get into this. Um, and the forward we... alone is gripping. The forward alone totally sets the pace of the whole book. And it's what the book was written up to that point. So it starts with the end sort of and paints a picture okay. it's great it really is yeah yeah and i know there's an audiobook uh read by him but it's only available in audible uk for some reason so oh at wow at, yeah at some point i would love to listen to that because it's him reading it i love but, audiobooks written by the author yeah so but yeah we're planning on reviewing this uh sometime in the new year maybe january or february we'll have yeah. to like look at the ideas that we have but yeah folks if you don't have this already go ahead and get read it. it so yeah. you'll be on the same page with us there's um yeah some great hold on because you know me even with a cookbook i flip through it first and look at pictures there's all kinds of great, oops, there we go, pictures and, oh, you yeah. know, it's it's very well, this, his own story, my point is that, his, that's right, it's very well documented with a lot of nice photos through the ages and the story yeah. of his life and it's very well done and, you know, the one of the most amazing things is that this is not his whole story. You right. Know, yeah, just, he framed it uh, up to a certain point for yeah. reasons that I remember the book goes into from what I heard. But and yeah, I and had forgotten that he lost his wife. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, it's tragic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the man who invented to... the '80s. Yeah. The man who invent. Think about that. The man. What kind of like. To be credited, with, like Chris Welch yesterday is credited for coming up with the term progressive rock. Yeah. That's like so much <laughs> woven into the vernacular of this century of music. It's right. Isn't that crazy? The man yeah. who invented the 80s. He's right there, General, and he played it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Trevor Horn's been up to a bunch of stuff recently. Uh, he had a book signing uh, at the beginning of November. 
And he posted a picture of his appearance on the show this morning where it seems he talked about the book. Mm-hmm. That's this and, first one here. Yeah. And on November 16th, he made a post where he said, in the studio with Bruce Woolley, co-writer of Video Killed the Radio Star alongside Jeff Downs, and Haley Sanderson this week working on something exciting. There's Keep Haley your there. Eyes and ears peeled. Yeah. So Bruce. Yeah. yeah. And then uh he looks days. great too. He looks really good. Yeah, and a couple of days later, he said, "Always a good day with Rick Astley in the studio. Another project on the way. Something for the new year, maybe." So yeah, I'm glad Trevor is still keeping busy with all this stuff. He is still very relevant and looks wonderful. Good for him. Yeah, and onto Bill Bruford. Uh, been regularly posting videos on his YouTube channel. Like basically every Friday, you got some Earthworks stuff. Um, there's also Bruford Borslap, uh, something called Arabian Quest, and Bill Bruford Yontik, uh from something called Kazumi Watanabe, The Spice of Life, 1987. And I'm showing um, a picture, oh, oh, by there's... the way, of Alan White in the middle of Bill Bruford and uh, Bill Ludwig Jr. Oh, okay. yeah, that was from a post where uh, on Bill Bruford's Facebook page where it yeah. said Bill placed uh, at number 17 in a recent poll of the top 200 living jazz drummers. And this is on All About Jazz. Um, I'll post a link to that article in the comments. Um, so, yeah, it's very, uh, it's probably like really was kind of surprising to some who don't know that much about the jazz side of his career to see him on that type of list. And yeah, I love um, that. Yeah. So and it's a great picture. I love that. It's him. It's Alan and Bill Ludwig. Yeah. Um, and there's also, uh, I believe a re-release coming up in February 10th of Bill Bruford video anthology volume two, 1990s. And this is a two CD DVD getting release. that for sure. Yeah, I love the cover of that. Yeah. It looks so good. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was computer generated or a real sculpture. Huh. It's hard to tell, but it's awesome. It's great. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So moving from Bill Bruford, uh, there's an Anderson Bruford Wakeman Howe deluxe box set. Uh, however, this is from Music Glue. And this is the same company that put out the union 30 box set uh about a year and a half ago and there was like a whole kerfuffle with like the way it was packaged and marketed i think certain things were like mislabeled or mis they, they listed or francis monkman as one of the keyboard players oh god <laughs> um and i think that that music glue was also planning on releasing a QPR re-release, but that got canceled for reasons I'm not really sure about. Huh. Um, but but yeah, this box set, um, it, it includes an evening of Yes Music Plus, you know, that DVD and the Big Dream documentary on the second DVD. Mm-hmm. Also includes uh, an evening of Yes Music Plus as a two CD set. And CD three, the original broadcast. See what CD four. It's got that family tree thing too. Radio broadcast. Yeah, sorry, Um, it's got that family tree graphic. Yeah, and CD five radio interviews. Um, There's some great stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like there's a 28 page uh, tour program. um, Oh, and a 32 page one from the Japanese tour program. Uh, Roger Dean artwork and. Yeah, there's some interesting sounding stuff, but again, like because of like past stuff that happened with Music Glue with the other stuff, I, I'm sure people will be like kind of cautious about this. Yeah. Um, all right, so on to John Anderson. On November 12th, there was a post in a Facebook group, uh, a Seinfeld Facebook group, where it, it was apparently a picture of John Anderson with Jerry Seinfeld, uh, like at one of his stand-up shows in Santa Barbara. And so some of us were wondering like if this is real and someone like was kind of doubtful because of like the hair, but I looked on Jerry Seinfeld's Instagram. It's real. His, I mean, he's had like short hair for a while, but this year I looked on his Instagram and his hair has 
grown a bit more. So this does feel authentic yeah. uh, to me, but... Yeah, yeah, this I'm is pr- real. This is not Photoshop. This is yeah. Real. I, I'm pretty sure it's real, but yeah, I'm just positive. I could tell by the photo, the shadows, the texture on the wall, around the hair, the lighting. I can tell. I work with Photoshop all the time. I can tell this is real. Yeah, but it's just funny to think about. Like when I saw this photo, I thought the George Costanza quote: "Worlds are colliding." Because like I would never like think Seinfeld and uh, a Yes member like unless maybe it's Billy Sherwood because we know he's into Seinfeld, but. Right. Yeah, this was just kind of out of left field. I was um, in the water. Oh, that's a different reference. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> yeah, um, I was in the pool. <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, staying on John Anderson, uh, producer Michael Franklin posted, back at work on 1,000 Hands Chapter 2, hoping for a release early in the new year. A few notes from Joe Bonamassa, Bruce Hornsby, Abe Laboreal Jr., Rick Rick Wakeman, Trevor Rabin, Ian Anderson, and others. Piles of new songs trying to figure out what's the right ingredients for the stew. Wow. Yeah. What a lineup. Yeah, I'm interested to hear whether the Rick and Trevor stuff might be archival stuff or if it's like all new stuff contributed to like some new material. Not only that, five words for that lineup. Take it on the road. Yeah. <laughs> Can we see that live, please? Ian Anderson with Rick Wakeman and Trevor Rabin and John Anderson. And then you got Bruce Hornsby over there on the other keyboard. What a lineup. Amazing. Abe Laboreal Jr. on drums. This is a stellar, stellar lineup. I want to pre-order now. Where's the pre-order link? Put it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it comes out, I'll post on our page. Yeah, but, that's great. Yeah. Um, I see that Awaken Yes Tribute is watching. Hey, guys, we showed the video earlier in the show. So, yeah, also include the links in the comments. Uh, Yeah, great job with uh, all the stuff you do. Absolutely. Let me sit in. Let me come to a gig. I need a a live Yes performance fix. Just one song. One song. A little one, like uh, uh, The Revealing Science of God or uh, uh, Close to the Whatever or The Gates of Somewhere or Whatever yeah or i've seen all good people <laughs> um hello okay thanks for watching we will be back all soon. right so oh. now to blaze through all this rick wakeman news uh forgotten yesterdays posted that there's wakeman coverage in the january 2023 issue of mojo magazine uh there's also a daily mail article about rick wakeman and traveling uh, he talked a bit about buenos aires i'll just post that in the comments um, and there's also a bit of news from his website. Uh, so on November 21st, he pre-recorded a Christmas show with Simon Mayo, but said he wasn't sure when it'd be broadcast. So um, I guess we'll keep an eye out for that if it hasn't been posted already. Um, and he also said, please note one performance not included in the tour dates is that of 15th of December where I am honored to be taking part in Sir Tim Rice's Christmas Foundation of Light concert at Durham Cathedral. That sounds very exciting. Wow. Um, Yeah, and his new album, A Gallery of Imagination, uh, apparently it's available on his Christmas tour, but it's also available to pre-order in various formats. Uh, And depending on the format, shipping date will be either before Christmas or February 2023 i'm just posting the link to what a that. Dick, what a gap yeah um we'll, we'll have to see if we can talk with to him about that album yeah, absolutely in the yeah um the yeah. cover is somewhat reminiscent of pictures at an exhibition by Emerson oh yeah Palmer. yeah, yeah it's, that's very fitting actually <laughs> yeah yeah like there are lots of formats there's like Digipack, CD, DVD. There's like a signed version. There's black vinyl, colored vinyl, uh, signed vinyl, a super deluxe box. I'm sure that's really expensive. So, yeah, yeah I was going to ask if there's something that comes with everything. Is it that last one you mentioned? Yeah, that's basically. cool. I like. Um, that. Yeah, and Rick also made a guest appearance on Jazz Sabbath's November 26th. Oh, show really? In I wish you had video of that. Yeah, well, there's a video on a YouTube channel. It might be one of the performers' YouTube channels, but I'll post that in the comments as okay. well real quick. Oh, I got um, a visitor. Hi, baby. Yeah, and apparently one of Jazz Sabbath's concerts was streamed a couple weeks ago, maybe November 20th, but it seems like it's no longer available. Oh. I was 
Yeah, I wasn't able to catch it because I've been so busy, but um, Darn. also uh, Rick's son, Oliver, caught up with him for his Christmas concert oh, yeah. at Cheltenham Town Hall two nights ago as of when we're recording. Um, What's Adam we- up to these days? We hear so much about Oliver. What's Adam doing? Jazz Sabbath. Oh, just kidding. I for a second <laughs> thought that was Oliver. Never mind. You're not supposed to say that he's the guy. It's a pseudonym. <laughs> right. I think um, he's, you meant he's attended the Jazz Sabbath concert. Sure, watching yeah. the guy. What's his name? Yes. <laughs> um, so on to Oliver Wakeman news. On November 19th, he posted, had a very enjoyable evening working on a guitar solo for the new album. And Anamkara, uh, it's due early to mid-2023. That'll be great. Yeah, he continues, I don't often play guitar solos, but I'm particularly happy with this one. Managed to squeeze in a keyboard solo, too. (laughs) And on the 24th, singer, songwriter, guitarist, Carrie Martin, posted, Absolutely thrilled that my track End of Story came back yesterday with the addition of genius Oliver Wakeman, who has added beautiful strings and dramatic piano part. This track was written for amazing author uh, Louise Beach's new gripping novel End of Story, recently signed by book giants Hodder. Oliver guests on two of my tracks End of Story and my eight-minute accidental prog piece Keep in the Light which also features another surprise guest. Watch out for Lou's book next April, followed shortly after by my new album. Oh, I wonder so, who that is. So, yeah, so I'm not very familiar, but yeah, so Oliver is pretty busy. It's great to hear. Cool. Um, and Down's Braid Association's next album, Celestial Songs, has apparently been delayed. Um, friend of the show and fellow Yes fan in the Yes community, Doug Curran, said that said a couple weeks ago that uh it will be released in march and it got pushed back a few months from the original plan due to delays getting vinyl produced so Hmm. yeah um yeah i think i think this might be like the second time it got delayed if i'm not mistaken but so i wonder if there's a shortage on the materials if it's that simple yeah maybe um and then on to asia so uh we'll talk about the So what's also been said is that the tour may have been delayed from the previously intended February through March dates, which would have been like celebrating 40 years of Alpha and 41 years of the first album. Uh, And it might have to do with Alan Parsons and how he's doing. And so it's kind of up in the air um, whether they'll still wait for him or maybe go with someone else, but I guess we'll have to wait until we get like an official And that's word the tie-in is because too. Alan Parsons was going to be the the other performing act, correct? Yeah. It was if a they tour gonna, together. Yeah, yeah. Both bands are going to tour together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess we'll wait until we get official word before we can like sort of talk more on that, speculate a bit more about that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, for Black Friday, which was also Record Store Day, Asia posted about a 10-inch single release featuring Heat of the Moment and Only Time Will Tell from Fantasia Live in Tokyo 2007. That's what got me into Asia, actually. Oh, um, Yeah, really? I, I remember you got me that DVD like 15 and a half years ago or something, wow. and I was like, oh, wow, it's... Or maybe it was like 14 and a half or something. Still. Know, whenever. Yeah, where but does time go? Yeah, it, that got me really into Asia and like was the beginning of me broadening my horizons outside of yes. Yeah, sort um, of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, over on Amazon, uh, Asia in Asia, live at the Budokan Tokyo 1983 Deluxe is 60% off. So for oh. us... Yeah, so for us U.S. folk, uh, the list price was one hundred thirty nine ninety eight, but right now it's fifty six eighteen. Drop the link in there. I'm getting it. Please. Yeah, it's LP double vinyl box set. So yeah, I think this might finally it, be the time that I pull the trigger. I'll have to. Like, yeah, is it only vinyl? No, it's of course the DVD too, right? Um, let Please. me double check. visual. I want visual. I want to watch it. Uh. Yeah, I'll have to look at. I'm like doing Control F, and it's kind of tough to hang on. 
see disc one introduction from Mark Goodman, MTV. Okay, it has the MTV satellite telecast. Okay, so I'm pretty sure there's video on this, okay. but yeah, I dropped the link so that people okay, can cool. see. Okay, cool. We'll check themselves. it out. Great. Yeah, and um, John Davison. Uh, so uh, we all know he's been touring with John Lodge. Uh, so John Lodge recently announced uh, February through March U.S. tour, and John Davison is expected to perform on the songs "Nights in White Satin" and "Tuesday oh. Afternoon." Is he a son-in-law t- yet? Um, I haven't heard about a wedding yet. I haven't but, either. Right, but okay. the tour will feature the Moody Blues album Days of Future Past in its entirety. Wow. Plus a selection of hits. Huh? Well, lots of classic bands are sort of doing that these days. And I'm sorry, um, I have to ask a question that for those who know the answer, possibly including you, you'll be like, come on, man, keep up with it. Well, I'm going <laughs> to ask anyway. Is Patrick Morass still with them? Uh... Sorry, is Patrick Morass still with the Moody Blues? Yeah. That's what you're asking? Yeah. No. No, I think there was like a court battle like at the end of his tenure. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Because I was um, curious if he'd ever make an appearance to something with John. But okay, never mind. Right. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I guess that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, I, I saw that there's like some Yes ornaments in the Yes World store. Um, oh. I'm kind of afraid that I would break them if I got them, but maybe some people would what? take like, good care of them. Um, <laughs> well, you don't break stuff. Um, Do you? Okay, so yeah, that's all the news that we have for <laughs> tonight. Um, and wow, just an hour. I'm surprised we got that all in. in yeah, we did. Hour. Our next show is... Don't tell me. Hold on. The 15th at 5 p.m.? Yeah, where and we that's talk Ari- about is that Arizona time? Or? Yeah, I'm sorry, that's that's Mountain Standard Time. So it's 4 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. MST, 6 p.m. CST, 7 p.m. EST, and late at night UK time. Yeah, oh, I think oh. yeah, it's like midnight UK yeah. time. And for what are we doing? Night that day? Yeah, what are we- uh, we're, we're talking about <laughs> One Life Badger and the Yes songs. and Yes songs. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I gotta put this out there. For you younger or newer Yes fans, if you've not seen Yes songs, please watch it before this episode and chime in. It's one of the two most seminal early rock concert films. That and the song remains the same. And where I grew up in the West San Fernando Valley, there was a movie theater called the Baronet Theater. And the Baronet Theater played mostly rock concert stuff. And I saw Yes songs and the song remains the same together many times, even once with my mother. I saw Pompeii there. I saw an Alice Cooper movie there. I saw um, Joe Cocker, Mad Dogs and Englishmen there. It, it, you, you dip into this time capsule gem of Yes when they were youngsters in their 20s, Alan joined a few days before, and it's amazing. You've yeah. got to well, check it out. Well, he joined a few months before the concert. Oh, before the concert. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He joined a few months before the concert, but when he joined, he joined two weeks before they went on tour. And this is that December of the tour, correct? 72? Yeah. 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 And it's just amazing. And now I even learned how valuable is Yes Shift. I even learned today that One Live Badger was recorded the same at the same show. And for those of you who don't know, One Live Badger is Mr. TK, Tony K. Yeah. So, yeah. And That'll again, be fun. Be, I, yeah. I got to watch it. Well, you know what? We got to watch it together online or on the phone while we're watching it on TV or, you know, we got to watch it together. We So, folks, we normally don't talk about episodes and stuff a lot, but that'd be fun to watch together. And then yeah. do the show because it's it's it'll bring back memories for me and I remember the pants that Steve Howe had with the stars and the moon and and the button that John Anderson had with his son on it and and in in between right before he plays the clap you hear him say Daddy you hear either Damien or or Dylan say it's a great great video great film great film I, I'm excited to get to that can we do that tomorrow. Can we take a break and do it in an hour? Or? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk kidding. about it after this. <laughs> I, I have a possible day in mind, but yeah, we'll, okay. we'll talk about that. Okay.
All right. So thanks for thanks joining for, us, folks. Yeah, you, you can follow us at facebook.com slash yesshift where we go live. And then we archive the video at youtube.com slash at yesshift. Uh, go to anchor.fm slash yesshift to see where we post the audio on various podcasting platforms and leave a donation if you'd like. And you can also email us at yesshiftpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, thanks for following us and everything we do. We actually reached a thousand followers on the Facebook oh, page I didn't a know couple that. weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it was right before the Open Your Eyes episode, and I just forgot to mention it. We've been busy since then. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, so much for following what we do. We will see you soon. Over and out.